The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. And uh, so this is the show for uh, July 17th of 2017. It's called Tall Gimli. And uh, before we get to it, a couple of couple of quick things. Uh, uh, first of all, we, we love our fans. We do. We love our fans, and uh, we love it whenever you come up to us and you see us and you give us a geek show. Says, "Hey," but I got to apologize to a guy on Sunday at the grocery store <laughs> who gave me a geek show. Says, "Hey," and I, I kind of. I mean, it wasn't my intention to blow him off, but I get the feeling that maybe he thought that. And I, I apologize, dude, with the red hair and the Captain America shirt at the grocery store. Really, I just we were in line, and I was loading up my groceries, and you were getting yours checked out, and there was a line of people behind you, and I didn't, you know, I I would have sat and chatted, I would have, I would have at least said hello, uh, but it was just inopportune, so I apologize. But we love our fans, we do. Uh, anyway, uh, so there's that. Second thing, I, oh yeah, the show today is longer. First of all, I apologize for the uh, audio problems on the last show. When we do those live shows, it happens. We're not in total control. We're not in Dink Studios. We're not in the basement. Uh, so sorry about that. So to make up for a shorter and poorer quality show last week, we're giving you a longer, poorer quality... No. Uh, <laughs> Audio-wise, it's going to sound good. I can't vouch for the rest of it. But uh, No, I think all the boys do a great job. We, uh, on Broken News, uh, we get a, as much rundown of D23 as we possibly can. There was a lot of uh, stuff that was revealed. We'll tell you about that. Uh, Jimmy reviews uh, War of the Planet of the Apes, and uh, we got a whole bunch of stuff happening in the Broken News. Uh, but we'll get to this episode called Tall Gimli here in a moment. Uh, we always want to thank our sponsors. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, Saturday, July 29th. Everything at Dr. Volt's will be 20 to 50% off. And they'll be hosting the creators of the Salt City Strangers and the Mighty Trump. So go in Saturday, July 29th for the sale. Get your comics signed. Salt Lake's strangest comic creators. So there's that. Also, uh, Cabin Fever, our friend David Cabin Fever. They've been around for 35 years, located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, celebrating birthdays, marriages, new babies, and more. It's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Also want to thank our friend Chef Daniel, Daniel Cantu, with his home delivery service. If you are having ingredients sent to your home and you're doing all the work, that that's uh, let Daniel do it. Home delivery service. My music's a little out of control. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy who have decided to make changes in their diet, don't know where to start. Uh, and it's local. And he's proud to source and serve a lot of local products. So uh, go to cantuscatering.com, C-A-N-T-U-S catering.com for more information. Uh, or call him 801-359-6035. Also want to thank uh, Black Velvet Boutique throughout July. Black Velvet Boutique is accepting donations for the Rape Recovery Center. So if you go in with a donation, you'll receive a discount off your next purchase at Black Velvet Boutique. They're open seven days a week at 293 South State in Clearfield. All right, let's get to the new episode. It's called Tall Gimli. Please to enjoy. It's just a jerk-off show. Well, the radio, a- the radio version of it's terrible. <laughs> 
Does he know about that Geek Show podcast? <laughs> Close your ears if you haven't read it. I don't really give a shit if you have or not. It's a book. Geek Show, Geek Show, Geek Show! Mm-hmm. And then she lets you peck her on the cheek. He's fat and old. Oh, there's a new Evil Dead on the way, Here's... and it's scary as hell. And if, if Akira is motorcycles chasing, then he can do it. I'll plug my business after I get done being vulgar. Oh, Thank God okay. we got through the sponsors. GeekShowPodcast.com And welcome to the basement. Yay! Man, I feel like we've been going all day long. <laughs> like for like six hours? Uh, eight. eight. Um, Not me. <laughs> <laughs> You're only two in. Yeah. I'm really sorry about that show last week. <laughs> what show? <laughs> what show? The Gaming Con show. What was wrong with that? I don't know. You just have a bad feeling. I just, yeah. It I was, think it was okay. I think it was okay, Carrie. I was fine with it. I, I think the levels were passable. Tony's fired. <laughs> Do you want you, you want you want me to take, a, me take a pass at it? I can't make uh, you know a gem out of a not gem. I'm not, there's probably no, wait, a better saying. There, there is a better way. What's to that? I was Shakespearean. Polish right a turd. I used to, I, you can't polish a turd. There is, we is go. a quick and easy one. But I used to have a, an old production director <laughs> who would say just the opposite. He would he would get really bad commercial copy or something, and he'd say, "All right." Let's make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. I, I like that, and I'm going to steal it. See, I used to like, there's a show on uh, MTV called Pimp My Ride. Mm-hmm. I used to just call it Polish My Turd. <laughs> That's really what it was. <laughs> Especially for the first, like, two-thirds of that show, the, the, the series in general. They never did a dang thing to the engine. Well, no, that's the thing. They were, like, Only the outside. I've got a 1989 Black Civic that's rusted out and a piece of shit. But you know what? It's got a Nintendo in the back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and fish aquariums in the window. <laughs> I got a fucking coffee maker in here now. <laughs> I used to write... I heard co- you like coffee. I used to write ad copy for a guy who had a really serious list when I made sure that all of his clients had names that started with S. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a place called Sorensen's, and uh, I talked to their their advertising director, and I was like, seriously, we need to have a lot of super summer saving sales <laughs> and spectaculars. And she was like, okay, cool. So he'd get on me like, at Sorensen's, super Saturday saving sale. And they're like, and now, ask when you can have a real mouse. <laughs> <laughs> You evil genius. Uh, he's an evil genius. He's Lee George K. Yes. <laughs> I, I actually do believe I'm the hero of this story. But you can call me evil. I won't mind. Just want to make sure you show her a good time, Peter. But not too good. <laughs> Who's Peter? <laughs> oh, sorry. The Spider-Man hoodie threw me off. Oh. Uh, for Shittery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Online, FreshEats.com. You can also pick the jerky up at... Food Fight in Portland, both locations, Stark and uh, the other place. Uh, there's Nooch Vegan Grocery in Denver, Colorado. There's Rabbit Food Vegan Grocery in Austin, Texas. What? Um, Seriously? Yes. Good uh, job. It's, called, it's called Rabbit Food? Rabbit Food. That's brilliant. It, it is brilliant. They're just, lean, uh, yeah. they're just leaning into it. They are the, sw- they are the sweetest people. Uh, so, yeah, Rabbit Food there. Uh, we've got Jade Market locations here in Salt Lake City, both 2nd South and 9th South. We've got Watchtower Coffee in Salt Lake City. And, of course, you always save the best for last. The Bike Doctor in Missoula, Montana. <laughs> I love that a bike shop is selling vegan jerky. They're my best customer so far. I just I mean, love they, that. They, they bought more than any other retailer. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Shannon. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Shannon Barnson, everyone. <laughs> I ain't selling shit to nobody. Oh, you really should. Fuck. Oh. Oh. All right. All right. Sorry. Jimmy's fucking menacing me with his... 
Well, I'll keep him on the side of the table. His, his, butterf- his switch, <laughs> his uh, or butterfly, butterfly knife, uh, 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 bottle opener, yeah. melon That's baller. God, it's still the best thing I've ever bought. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget USA brass knuckles. America. There you go, people. You know, I remember him saying the same thing about the incredible Hulk construction worker action figure that he bought at the KB Toys at Cottonwood Mall. It was the best I've thing. I've changed. <laughs> he grew up, but now yeah, I remember him saying, it, "The world has changed. I got to have weapons." Um, saying, look at his look at his intellectually challenged little face while he tries to figure out that jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> why is the Hulk wearing a Why is the Hulk wearing a fucking helmet? He don't need a fucking helmet. No. A brick could fall on the Hulk's head. It's not going to fucking hurt him, right? <laughs> why does he have a van? Maybe that's his why kryptonite. Does he have a van? Why does he have a van? Why is he wearing a vest? Why is he just, uh, just hopping? Uh, God. Yeah. Well, the van's to carry the tools. You guys, he puts you the know. tools in the van, and then he puts the van on the back, on his back, and walks to the next he job. Can put all, he can put a fucking... He can put a truck in his backpack and hop about. That's what I'm saying. This is the saddest day on the site, though, when Hulk's like, uh, Hulk only have one day since last accident. <laughs> Hulk can't do union job. Um, Hulk say unions suck. <laughs> anyway, I do a, a fucking pub quiz. Come to that thing. Woohoo! It's a lucky 13. It's Wednesdays. <laughs> If I remember what day it is. Uh, one of those... Uh, you guys, I'm telling you what. I've been like... So this is the first time of a break from the set where I'm just like, I'm purposely doing... You're avoiding everything. Nothing. Yeah. I'm doing fucking nothing. I did that for a whole week last week, and it was glorious. I've been doing fun. it. For, I've been doing it for a month. I can't, I can't recommend it enough. You know, because you, when you get a week off and you... Oh, we got to plan a vacation. What? There's what? so much what? stress. What was that? Yeah, yeah, what I did know. you just say? That's, uh, a what op? I know. A, yeah. a week? Yeah, see, uh, Is we, that done? We work for people. See. <sighs> it's a different see, world. I, I tried to take two days off last weekend. I went insane, and my wife kicked me out of the house because oh. I was just doing construction projects. Well, I would just recommend this to anybody. The stress and all the money of planning a vacation. No, wait, what was right. that word you said? It, it, money? Money. That's oh. another thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's not worth it. Um, yeah. I just stayed home for a week, and it's like, it was wonderful. Staycation. Like, it's all yes. about the staycation. Well, I'm just like, I'm going to go someplace to pay to sleep somewhere else. I already have a place to stay, yeah. and then I'm just going to get fucking drunk anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like... This is the oldest old man talk we've you know? ever had. Yeah, I'm, I'm only 32, and I agree with everything you say. I'm staying home, day drinking in my underpants. Tell me fucked up now. I, do not, I still only day drink on the weekends. Oh, well, that's good. You know, that's you, good. You gotta have... But you know, on the my, weekends... My my, yeah, my, no, I only day drink on the weekends. Well, that's terrible. Well, no, my deal with myself is, is like, I'm not gonna... I'm not going to have a drink until 6. A.M.? P.M. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I sleep till 2 now, so it all works out. So it's like having, fuck again. It's, I just got to get through the first four drink. hours of my day. And he's like, oh, I'll do a little bonus drink. It'll be fine. I'll take another nap till 4. So have you asked any of the neighbor kids to come in and change the channel for you? Because you can't find the remote. <laughs> <laughs> He's missing his stick. Oh. He's sitting there. Egg! 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 I lost my glasses the other day. That was scary. Find I'm- Mama's turning stick. Don't, don't worry. I'm trade drinking in my underpants. You can come down here and put on the the Home Guard channel. I watch cooking show. I got to call. I got to make sure that I, I know when the girl from the uh, cat's cleaning is coming. So you put right? pants on? So I have pants on. I don't want her to ever see my balls. Have you ever, have you ever con- so considerate of you. Have you ever considered just wearing a flat sheet around your body when they show up? Like a toga? Yeah. You're like, no, it's it's a throwback. He has some like, ivory around his head. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the days of old. Jimmy knows. Jimmy knows. I, I, 
the minute the cleaning girl shows up, I leave. I can't yeah. handle it. Oh, I can't be there. <laughs> I, no. I feel like I feel so bourgeois. Yeah, I, if, I can't it, be there. I always either shut my door in the office or... or what, no, wait, or, what is this? Is it cleaning? Again, it's a... Oh. It's a... Yeah. yeah, it's a Roman thing. It's pronounced yeah, cleaning. <laughs> you, you twenty Actually, percenters, just like it's red. That's twenty percent. <laughs> <laughs> he pronounces it cleaning. He's Tony Quad T. Once in a while, I clean my house. <laughs> now, is this a is this a gray hair? Uh, I have several gray hairs. Oh, One, welcome two, to the club. Three, there we go. Thirty-two year old with salt and pepper beard. You're getting old, tall Gimli. I know, <laughs> tall Gimli. <laughs> My axe. <laughs> uh, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or right here on the Geek Show or on the Gadget Spot with Excitable James. Yeah, <laughs> he's having a stroke. He's, he's focused on something else. And, and Jaron Nowen. Yes. Uh, hi, Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy Martin. Oh man, God, today's been great. Has it been pretty cool? I bought a USA brass knuckle piece of shit. <laughs> You know, I sent, oh. I sent some guy's kid to gymnastics school. That was great. Yeah, are we talking about stuff we bought? Yeah, I showed I showed Jimmy all the tabletop games that I'm obsessed with. Let's see what, <laughs> what did Tony buy today? Oh, look at this! Some, those aren't flasks, are some they? Old Nintendo games. What? I could have given you half of those for Tetris. Yeah, man, you gotta have Tetris. It's free on your fucking phone, but not on the Nintendo. God, Tony. Bionic me, Commando. Bionic Commando is actually a pretty good game. Yeah. You know, you know, who, you know who I saw at, at the con? Hmm. I saw our friend Robert Neal. Oh, yeah. And he I was he was judging the HeroClix regionals. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. Really? Mm-hmm. My nephew was playing in that. I really? I mentioned that yeah. in uh, Blaster Master yeah, in, man. Our, in our panel. Uh, hey, right. we have, have a, this back. Oh, wait. Well, where's that place? Oh, sorry, I, I interrupted Jimmy. So no, you're fine. He's uh, got medias. Watch me on KSL, Big Movie Mouth Off. Uh, listen to me on uh, Arrow in Geek Show and Mediocre Show and read me in Slug. All awesome. Right. And our host, oh, Mr. Yes. Gary Jackson. Gary Jackson! Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. Uh, x96.com. I appreciate your contribution to our Xbox versus PlayStation panel. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to take James's mic. Well, once again, the microphones weren't working very well. Yeah. One of them was totally off. So. Yeah, that sound had a lot to be desired. Anyway, um, so on this time of me not doing anything the past week, I did leave the house a couple of times. Oh, it's so hot out there. It, it is. is. Yeah, and, there's like, and there's fucking people out there. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's awful. <laughs> But I did go to see Guardians Volume 2 yeah. again. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see it before it leaves theaters. Have so. you seen Baby Driver yet? I've not seen Baby Driver yet. It's I'm pretty good. I hear it's, I hear it's really good. I've seen it. The day is not over yet. The soundtrack's amazing. And we did our spoiler-filled Volume 2 mm-hmm. uh, a couple of episodes ago. But then I found this list of the things that you may not know. I heard there's a baby Groot in it. <laughs> He's fantastic, too. <laughs> Best part of the movie. Carries the film. Soundtrack, um, too. So um, <laughs> so I found this list online. And uh, this is, this is you know, all the, all the stuff. Uh, Craglin's Accident. This really isn't much. Craglin. He's That's uh, uh, Sean Gunn's character. Sean Gunn. Oh, okay, okay. After yeah. helping the Guardians and losing their mentor Yondu, we see Craglin... The Guardian ship practicing with Yondu's fin and arrow. He's not good at it. Right. He gets the arrow moving right into Dax's throat. Drax's throat. Drax will be fine. <laughs> the impl- that's how they murdered him. That's how, he, that's how he loses his spot on the show. Come so on. so that, that leaves a question as to, is he going to be joining the Guardians? I think so. He seems like he's going to be their pilot. 
Yeah. Yeah. Could be. He'll get some fingerless gloves. I think I think uh, Rocket will fight him for that. <laughs> but Rocket's not the pilot. So, so will Chris Pratt. Star Wars the pilot. <laughs> well, that's a debate. <laughs> it is a debate. And I happen to know what the right answer is. What if it's just a throwaway joke? And in the next movie, he's like, I could never get that down. I just want him on monitors in the background selling soup. <laughs> what? Soup? He's got a song. Soup. soup. Oh, that's right. Soup. The soup song. Yeah. Duh. It's a great song. <laughs> that's part of the movie. I didn't realize how deadly that arrow is, though. Until, oh, yeah. Well, we had we had no real precedence for it because Yondu in the comics, it's an arrow. Well, he yeah. murdered all the people in the first one. Yeah, there, there was a bunch of them. But this one, he's like taking out... He took out the, the whole ship. Yeah. The whole ship. And it's weird because I, I didn't know Andrew Bird did the whistling for him, just like in Muppets. <laughs> there he goes again. Well, because <laughs> the, 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 little, the little brother on the new Muppet movie, Andrew Bird subbed his whistling. Uh, and, and Andrew the, Bird's a great whistler. He's a fantastic whistler. Who the right? fuck is Andrew Bird? <sighs> All right. Um, <laughs> so, Yondu's funeral. Potatoes. <laughs> which were necessary. Yes. Mm. Um, including uh, three of the movie's key cameos. We see Stakar, or mm-hmm. Starhawk in the comics, Sylvester Stallone. Right. Ving Rames as Charlie 27. You see, oh. these are the space comics. I didn't read these. Yeah, so they're, they're the original Guardians. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Michelle Yeoh as Alita Ogord. Uh, Kruger and Mainframe. Voiced by Miley Cyrus. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, Mainframe wow. was voiced by Miley Cyrus. The head. Did she have any lines? Yeah, she's the head. The head. Yeah. Uh, it's when... I'm trying to think who's all in the scene, but it's a little robotic head. Yeah, a little robotic head. Like on the on the couch, and yeah. she starts talking. It's Miley oh. Cyrus. Um, so this is basically a reunion of the original Guardians of the Galaxy team from the late With, 60s, early 70s. Without Vance Astro. Without Vance Astro. Who should have been there. So... You know, the, maybe they'll be in volume three. I would kill. I would actually kill to see the actual Guardians as they originally were in the year three thousand, with Vance Astro and and uh, Yondu, and because Vance Astro has Cap Shield, and that's the artifact that he's given to to be the Sentinel of Liberty in the year three thousand. Mm. <laughs> Uh, That'd be cool. Kevin Feige said uh, you will not see them again until Guardians three at the earliest, maybe. One of James' ideas was fleshing out the character of Yondu and having fun of uh, tipping our hat to the original Guardians team from the comics, which was all that, which, again, just gives James more things to play with if he wants to. So right. he's not saying that it's going to happen, but so this is who these people are. Uh, Adam Warlock, the creation of Adam Warlock. Yeah. Uh, they did clarify that if you, uh, if you look at the collector's collection in the first movie there is a pod that is similar to it's his cocoon but it is not adam warlock oh it is something else so there's that uh adam uh, says uh feige said adam's not part of infinity war which he is in the comics but he's not in the movie our version of infinity war is the culmination of all the stories we've told up to this point james has ideas to introduce adam uh in volume three possibly did, so there's that. In the comics, did Adam Warlock have one of the Infinity Stones? Mm-hmm. Which one did he have? He had the okay. remote control. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know which one, but he did. He, he had did one. have one, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Are we still missing two? I think we've seen all but one. Just one, I think. Just one. Yeah, I think so. Because we've seen, so we have 
the the purple one from Guardians. Mm-hmm. You got the Aether that was the red one from Thor 2. Mm-hmm. Cosmic Cube was one of them. Mm-hmm. The Mind uh, Gem. The Mind Gem, which yeah. was a staff, and the Eye of Agmodo, which is time. Yes. So there's so one, more for the, got one more for the palm. Good good memory. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's young. Teen, teen Groot. Uh, this movie, Volume 2, takes place only a few months after the first one, so Groot is still very small. Uh, but in the scene, we uh, see that uh, more time has passed. And Groot is now an annoying teenager, so mm-hmm. that, that scene takes a few months later. Uh, so we will more than likely have Groot back at his uh, original size by Infinity War. You need your Chewbacca back to his Chewbacca state. Yes. The, the greatest <laughs> thing about that scene, too, that I liked is that Star-Lord speaks his language. Like, he knows what he he's saying. He does now, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He's, he's communicating with him. Right, which means that it probably only took Han Solo like six or seven months to learn Wookiee. <laughs> Uh, the Stanley cameo. Uh, we see Stan in space talking to. It says here several large-headed characters. Comics <laughs> fans know as the Watchers. Yep. Uh, Lee mentions his cameo as a delivery man in Civil War, dropping a potential suggestion that Lee's character, who is cameoed in every Marvel movie, has always been the same person. <laughs> mm. I think it's great. I'll I'll miss him in three weeks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, now he's gone. Oh, no, he's not gone yet. Now <laughs> there, this recording, he's still got twelve days. Yeah. Now there is a theory that he that Stan is a watcher himself, but that can't be because if you notice, he's sitting there in a spacesuit mm-hmm. talking to the watchers, yeah. and the watchers are not in space. Suit. I, think he's, a, space I think he's the same FedEx guy. Yeah, I think he's the same the same character. Makes sense. So he was a that. janitor in Spider Man. He was, but that was Sony Universe. He was a hot dog vendor in X-Men. He was a sunglass vendor in X-Men. Oh, was it sunglasses? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was a terrible actor in all of them. No. Oh, and he was, oh, and he, was juror, he was juror number three in Trial of the Incredible Hulk. That's true. He was. <laughs> Go back and watch that, kids. Yeah, you want to see You want to see a shitty Thor I movie. I about a fucking superhero property. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Crazy Wicker Basket Head. <laughs> fucking, uh, fucking Gimli is the kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, Stargate Universe is, uh, you know, it was like one or two seasons. I can't remember. Hey, I watched it. I enjoyed it. Robert Carlyle was great in that. I, I, I enjoyed that series. I didn't watch any of the Stargates except for Most that. of them sucked, but that yeah, one was this, good. Yeah, that one was the only good one. See, I never watched any of these shows, but I loved the movie. Um, the movie was cool. Two seasons, 40 episodes. Uh, ended on a pretty big cliffhanger. I don't remember what it was. Well, they were actually right on the edge of a cliff. But the story says that it was so okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they're uh, you're getting a comic book, and they're gonna pick it up. Oh, a season right three comic book, basically. Yeah, basically. Hmm. So you know, I would I would challenge these guys. They're all oh, let's do a comic book to wrap up the story. Uh, BBC has been doing something with Big Finish for probably thirty years to wrap up storylines in Doctor Who. They couldn't do. They couldn't film. So the guy that the guy that played the Doctor in the Fox TV movie mm-hmm. has actually had something like forty recorded dramas of his doctor. They, huh. they did his story, a whole story arc, the time war, all this other shit. And they're fully produced, fully acted radio dramas. So, frankly, I think, okay, you want to do Stargate Atlantis. Comic book's cool. I like comic books. But half the reason why I like that show, Robert Carlyle's fucking amazing in that. Mm-hmm. He's, he's really good. So, how about see if these guys want to get together and do a radio drama. Do, do a recorded radio drama. It doesn't, if you write it correctly, you tell the story correctly, and you have the right voice actors on it, Remember the PBS Star Wars that we loved when we yeah. were kids. What what is radio? What is that? 
<laughs> oh no, they, they would have to release it as a podcast. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Carrie, Carrie, what is radio? <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> All right. Uh, after these messages, we'll be right back. Well, let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection in the month of July, shall we? Saturday, July 29th, everything at Dr. Volt's will be 20 to 50% off. They're going to be hosting the creators of Salt City Strangers and the Mighty Trump. Uh, go in Saturday, July 29th for the sale. You can get your comics signed by Salt Lake's strangest comic creators. Also at Dr. Volt's, in pursuit of a time-traveling criminal, the super-powered kids from the 30th century travel back to the 1960s to enlist the aid of the greatest teen superhero ever, Robin the Boy Wonder. But Batman's hard-boiled nemesis Egghead has stolen one of their unattended time machines and taken it off into the far future. Holy time travel paradox. Also, DuckTales, woohoo, returns featuring beloved characters like Uncle Scrooge, Donald Duck, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. This new number zero issue is a perfect jumping on point for fans of old and new. And Matt Wagner returns with the third and final volume of his epic fantasy trilogy, Mage the Hero Denied. This long-awaited conclusion follows the adventures of the reluctant everyman hero Kevin Matchsticks, who, after encountering a wizard, discovers he is able to wield the power of the mystical sword Excalibur. Skin and Earth is a story of a girl looking for hope in a hopeless world. Set in a post-apocalyptic future where corporations rule, this adventurous tale of loneliness, deceit, and self-discovery begins here. And it's written and drawn by alt-pop phenomenon uh, Lights. Skin and Earth ties directly into her next full-length album. Open seven days a week. The whole service is free. And with that, you get a 20% discount off your purchases of $20 or more. And the previous catalog for free. Also 10% off for active or retired military. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, your friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City, 2043 East, 3300 South, open seven days a week, Dr. Volt's. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. news welcome to it Woo! hey the name of the episode is tall gimli and we'll get back to it in a moment but uh we'll but this in. is after gaming gone yes back at your house yes late night session yes <laughs> it's all pieced together with magic Ooh, yes uh joining us for broken broken news is uh jimmy hello counts yeah and mr b uh. you all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> you look fine 
That's all that matters. Okay, good. Well, you done did it now, uh, on, a, on a podcast, that's all that matters, is that you look fine. Yeah. <laughs> we went to a yeah. Boogie Nights-themed party last night, and I got tuned up. We all, we all got, we, were, we showed up, Shannon was dressed like a pervy porn producer. <laughs> Shannon looks like the girl in the driveway right now, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh... What do you call it? That I dressed up. I just threw something together. I, had, yeah. I bought nothing, you know. And so it was a shirt that said "I hate Star Wars." A shitty wig that looks like like a like a loser from Days and Confused, and like sneakers with high, you know high socks and and shit. a huge vagina. No, oh, the other. But like no, 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 that's that. I'll get to that. Okay. But then Cat dresses Roller Girl from Boogie Nights, and even had the roller skates and everything. But she refused to put them on because it would be the end. Oh, of my which is yes. good. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, Jen put on. She she basically looked. What did we say? She looked like a mom from American Hustle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but I told her our, our hostess who was a, it was her birthday. And I said uh, I had another idea for a costume, but I figured there might be children here. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Boogie Nights? Yeah. But mm-hmm. the final, final shot. shot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to put on a it's white ca- suit. It's Carrie's hot- favorite part of the movie. Uh, yeah. It's iconic. Yeah. Just <laughs> full dong. <laughs> I was asking you if I could borrow the, that thing that you had as a present one time. <laughs> oh, I don't know what I did with that. Don't act like you don't have it. I threw it away. <laughs> I'm, I th- I'm pretty sure I threw it away. It's got to be on one of, it's be on one of these shelves. Or I, or I gave it to one of you guys. I, I, didn't, I, didn't I know I don't have it. I know I don't have it anymore. <laughs> All right. So funny. Uh, D23 was this weekend. Yeah. Just a little bit of news out Just of that. Just a little yeah. bit of news out of that. They um, showed some stuff. They showed stuff. And... I've got now. Here's the thing: is that they the stuff they released online. D23 has figured out the Jackson Barnson rule, uh, where Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, will just release the trailers like hours after yeah. the well, Hall H debut. That's not Comic Con doing that. Though. Well, it's the movie company. Yeah, but uh, Disney, they're holding on to shit. Yeah, they're. Not, we know we you know who we need to get to come and talk about D23 is, is Ryan Call. Oh, yeah. oh! Did he go? Yeah, like his news feed. He's seen all. I kind of felt like I was there because of him. Yeah. Oh, okay. I should have followed him. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, yeah, we'll get him on. And that that building that they were in, it was the Anaheim Convention Center. Mm-hmm. Has the like craziest cell phone like uh, system to like take your phones in front of you. Like, and they basically take it and put it in a bag. Have you ever seen these things? Mm. And they zip it and lock it, and they give it back to you. So you have your phone, but it's in a fucking like lock. You can't bag. use. You it. Can't use it. Uh. But you had a knife, and you just cut that shit open. Ooh, that's, <laughs> I wondered how they were controlling that. That's how they did it. When I, cause I was in the same building for the Cars 3 junket. When they showed us Cars 3, we all had to put our phones in bags. Yeah, but the cell phone bag line would have to be after the knife bag line. That's right? true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. The stuff they did allow online was a trailer for uh, Ava DuVernay's new one, uh, A Wrinkle in Time. It looks good. It does. Which looked interesting. It's, uh, it's adap- a math movie. It's a math movie? <laughs> math Sorry. It's an adaptation of a 1963 children's classic by Madeleine Le Ingle. Uh It's got uh, Meg Murray. It's got uh, Oprah. It's got uh, Reese Witherspoon. It's got Zach Galifianakis, Mindy Kaling, and Chris Pine. Yep. I didn't see Zach in there. He's just, just one quick shot of him. Now. Very he, brief. He plays the, let's see, what's the name of the... So here's the characters' names that they're all playing. Uh, Storm Reed as Meg Murray, who is the girl. Okay. The scientist's father, Chris Pine. Uh, Oprah is Mrs. Which. Okay. Which. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon <laughs> is Mrs. What's It. Zach Galifianakis is the happy medium. And Mindy Kaling is Mrs. Who. Huh. 
there you go. I told Counts uh, another Mrs. Who. <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> Watching that trailer, it looks like Disney. Like every two years, wants to put out a movie kind of like Tomorrowland. Yeah. So something that's uh, trying it's to do live something action, different. different. And, yeah. Oh, okay. This one, a, it's this a one, trippy book. It's a little bit more source material than Tomorrowland. Definitely. Yeah. They uh, the actual book. They also <laughs> released uh, not a trailer. But a behind-the-scenes filming of the Last Jedi. Yeah, it's the same thing clip. they did for Force Awakens. They did, yeah, yeah. which which is out there online. You can see both of these. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really learn much from the uh, Star Wars one, except that they are still killing practical effects like no one else. Yes, yeah, killing practical effects. There's there's that, but here's the stuff that they did not reveal, which I've got many descriptions. I w- I've been online most of the past two days. <laughs> Finding information about the stuff. Um, uh, Infinity War. Avengers Infinity War. The descriptions I've read are been fucking bananas. I know. Now, just, I about, know. I know. just about the whole cast was there. Okay. Uh, All 55 of them? Yeah. Like 900 people. Bunch of people. Stage. They took up half the, half the room. Looked like we are the world. Have you seen the picture? It's, no. it's incredible. Oh, it's, oh, wow. it, they, they, most of them were there. Yeah. Uh, the trailer... Uh, which, again, was screened exclusively for, for the attendees, not released online, begins with the Guardians of the Galaxy on their ship, floating through a creepy section of space. Star-Lord tells his crew to put on their mean faces because things could get dangerous. Suddenly, a body hits their spaceship. It's an unconscious Thor. What? Yeah. Wearing his gladiatorial garb from Thor Ragnarok. Oh, shit. They bring him inside. He got thrown up there. <laughs> mm-hmm. They bring him inside. Mantis wakes him up. Cause, so she's with them now. Mm-hmm. Thor looks around. Who the hell are you guys? Next thing you know, we're on Earth. This is the clips where, our, where the heroes are dealing with death and destruction. Loki has the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's up to no good in New York. Peter Parker is on a school bus, and he sees his arm hair rising. Oh, Spidey shit. sense. Spider yep. sense. Yep. Um, there, was a, there was a couple of other things. It looks like Spider-Man's new suit looks pretty advanced. Uh, probably the one at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming, yeah. if you've seen it. Um, Captain America has a beard. Looks like he's been through the shit. Yeah, like I guess he like walks out of the shadows, and he's got longer yep. hair and a beard. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so he's he's been through a lot. He's been off uh, away from everybody else. Apparently, Thanos is wearing the Infinity Gauntlet with the gems. With the with I, it doesn't say. Yeah, yeah. But he pulls down a part of a moon to battle the Avengers on an alien planet. Yeah, that's just not fair. He threw a moon at them. <laughs> Doctor Strange <laughs> battling alongside the Guardians of the Galaxy and Iron Man on this same planet. Shit. Oh my goodness. Um, Brolin. Uh, James Bro- what's his first name? Josh. Josh. Josh Brolin, not yeah. James Brolin. That's uh, dad. The villain. Yeah. Uh, Thanos. Feige, you know, brought him out after it was introduced, and it was clear he was getting into the role because Feige said, "I think that uh, Drax could be able to take Thanos down." And Brolin responded, "Drax ain't shit." <laughs> <laughs> Drax ain't shit. Drax couldn't even take on the most of the people that are in Guardians. <laughs> I know. He loses pretty much every yeah. fight. <laughs> now, some of the other villains, there, yes, there are more villains than Thanos and Loki in this movie. Yeah. It's just, like, like I said, I was reading all this stuff yesterday going, what yeah. the hell? Yeah. Um, the Black Order. Uh, Thanos has been in the comics since 73. The Black Order, or 
Cull Obsidian is an alternate name. Uh, they're more recent. They've been uh, they appeared in 2013 in New Avengers, and uh, these these guys are you know godlike beings. Yeah. I mean, they're they're badasses. They're basically. You know, Thanos is not relying on flunkies anymore to yeah. go and get the stones. He's he's sending out the Black Order. So here here's the group. It was created by uh, Jonathan Hickman and uh, Jerome Opena and Jim Chung for the Infinity Storyline. Yeah, remember back when uh, reading the Avengers comics was like taking a college class? <laughs> they were tough reads. Yeah. <laughs> I won't lie. I, I nearly, when Hickman was writing the Avengers, I nearly put it down You're like, I, huh? like five times because yeah. it, was, it was a tough read because that... Jonathan Hickman's a smart motherfucker. He thinks we're all smart. Um, okay, Cull Obsidian. Um, the original comic book lineup included uh, characters called Corvus Glaive, who is Thanos' right-hand man. Uh, let's see. We also have Ebony Maw, Proxima Midnight, Black Dwarf, and Supergiant. Good lord. And... So, are, they, are they partners, those last two? <laughs> right? No. And they're not, with the names that they've been given, not what you think. Really? No. Black Dwarf is neither. <laughs> he's not, he's and, not. And Supergiant is not. Okay. That, so Black Dwarf is not, it's not going to be played by Emmanuel Lewis. Right? No. <laughs> no. No. He doesn't need that job. He's got Webster money. So, uh, the... They're helping him. Basically, any one of these characters, based on the comics, would give the Avengers a fuckload of trouble. But you got like eight. But of now them. you've got four <laughs> and Thanos and Loki. Yeah, you know. So they're like Asgardian, strong and capable. Oh yeah. Mean, yeah, and they're gods. Better than us. I mean, to yeah. not to make this movie not any longer than five hours. Every fight scene needs to be like ten seconds. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> The other thing that they revealed that uh, I actually found very interesting was uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Yeah, I've heard about this. And that sounds fucking bananas, too. This one is also bananas. Yeah. It's like, it's like we own all of these properties. Let's put them into Wreck-It Ralph 2. Wait, he's in Infinity War? <laughs> right. He might as well be. <laughs> right. Because everybody else is in his movie. Yeah. According to this, it's Wreck-It uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Uh, it's out in 2018. So, Vanellope and Ralph, two characters from the first movie, uh, have to go on the internet to get a missing piece for Vanellope's game. So, like an internet patch. Like a, yeah. For Sugar Rush. A DLC. Yeah, exactly. So, once they make it onto the internet, they meet Yes. That's the character's name. <laughs> yes. It has three S's. Okay. Uh, Taraj P. Henson is the voice. Ralph uh, tells her he wants to go viral. And uh, she explains the internet is very segregated. It's a place where everyone hangs out with people that share the same thoughts. But there is one place, <laughs> there is one place where everyone shares all the same likes. OhMyDisney.com, the <laughs> so happiest place online. They're just going right into their own house. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Jesus. So then we go there, and it's an internet version of Disneyland. you got Iron Man flying around. you got oh, the Millennium Jesus. Falcon docked over here tinker bell flies by ralph and says i'm going to call you stinker smell and throws pixie dust at him <laughs> there's a booth called marvel yourself where avatars go in and then pop out as gamora iron man or stan lee excelsior you know what this is right it's the marvel version of the batman movie the lego batman movie. Yep. yeah 
Another place was a kid pressing buttons on a Buzz Lightyear model, mashing on the buttons, and Buzz is not happy about it. Ralph and Vanellope realize this place is bonkers. Yes agrees. Uh, someone then runs and screams, Tsum Tsum! You know the little stuffed toys? Yeah. The Vanellope describes as little furry sausages? Yeah. So even they are in there? Oh, God. Then, try to lead you here. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> then there's a scream and things get next level insane, it says here. I think I found this on io9. Uh, fans going crazy because Disney princesses have arrived. Oh, God. All oh, of them. My They're being escorted around by Force Awakens stormtroopers. Vanellope wants to meet them, but yes, says they're off limits, so she and Ralph walk away, but Vanellope doesn't. They fired the First Order as their bodyguards. Yes. <laughs> she wants to raise some hell. She glitches past the stormtroopers into the princess's room. And they're all there. Snow White, Cinderella, Belle, all the way up to Anna, Elsa, Moana. And they're just hanging out. And, and they're all voiced by the original. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, they're doing the voices. Yeah. The ones that are still alive. The ones yeah, that are yeah. still alive. They've, they've got them there. No kidding. So uh, Vanellope barges in. They're ready to kick her ass. She explains that she's a princess, too. So the girls go around the room and ask, how, how are you a princess? They each give their own crazy story. Sure. The, the best thing I read is you know. that, I guess, when <laughs> they're getting ready to fight her, um, Cinderella bl- breaks her slipper and holds it like a, like a broken, broken beer bottle. bottle. Yeah. <laughs> so they're asking her, did you get kidnapped? Did you get poisoned? Did you make a deal with a witch to exchange your voice for a pair of human legs? And finally, do people assume your problems were solved because a man showed up? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she says, and they instantly accept her as a princess. That is funny. Wow. They they talk about how they love her outfit, and they decide to order some comfortable clothes, and now they're just hanging out and lounging. Snow White admits that she can't really see and needs glasses. Jasmine is allergic to cats. Ariel says she loves her new uh, thingamabob. What's this word again? Oh, shirt. Yes, I love my... Oh, nice. My shirt. She says she's happy she wants to sing and starts to, but all the other princesses stop her. Then Merida from Brave starts to talk about something in a very thick Scottish accent. Vanellope asks what she said, and one of the princesses says, we don't understand her either. She's from from the other studio. Oh. Reference to Pixar. Uh Uh So then, if you need a translator... C-3PO shows up. Oh, Jesus. Right. And tells the princesses they have a show in a few minutes. Thanks, R2, one of them says. Oh, you know he doesn't like that. Oh, I'm sorry, (laughs) BB-8. 3PO leaves all mad. (laughs) He says, I miss Captain Solo. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I hope it's Anthony Daniels. Oh, it is. Of course it is. It is. He was there. Wow. So there was that. That's hilarious. I'm excited for that. That's going to be funny. And they also showed footage of Incredibles 2. Ooh. God damn it. Uh, They showed off the first footage of the film. uh, Showed Jack-Jack as he wanders outdoors after his dad falls asleep, where he uh, finds he has even more superpowers than what they hinted at the end of the first movie. He gets into a confrontation with a raccoon, (laughs) and we find out... One of the many more powers that he has, he's multiple man. Oh, jeez. Jack-Jack can multiply. Oh, right. Uh, so uh, that's some of the other things that we found out. What do you think of I that? Thought you about raccoon? The coming, uh, was, I thought the raccoon was going to be Rocket. Yeah, really? <laughs> that would have been shit, great. Right? <laughs> uh, let's see. And uh, they also announced some of the uh, stuff that's coming to the, to the parks. Uh, no details about 
Disney's California Adventure, just that there will be more Marvel shit there. Of course. Is what they're saying. They didn't have anything to show you. Just mm. take our word for it. Uh, they did lay out a lot of stuff about the Star Wars lands, and that's all online. Mm-hmm. Um, a Star Wars hotel in Florida. What? Yeah. Yep. Star Wars. Yep. Again, this is all online, and I'm you can find that. And uh, some more rides. Florida's really expanding, apparently. Uh, They've got the land for it. Yeah, that's that's the, the reason they're doing it. A new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride coming to Epcot Center. Okay. Uh, no details were given except for the content of the ride. The Guardians have landed on Earth at Epcot because Rocket Raccoon finds and steals a photo of young Peter Quill at Epcot and wants to investigate. Okay, sure. That's all they said. Sure. Um, the other side of the ri- uh, park, uh, the Ratatouille ride, which, which is in Paris, uh, is coming to Epcot's World Showcase, and it'll be over there by the Eiffel Tower. And in the Magic Kingdom... The uh, Tron Light Cycle Coaster, Shit. Uh, which is now in Shanghai, Yeah, they're building it. I really question going to Shanghai just to go ride that thing. My uh, plane ticket just wait a, a lot cheaper. <laughs> wait yeah. a while. You can probably go to Orlando if you just wait a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and in Disney's Hollywood Studios, there, there's a new ride called Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And believe it or not, this is the first ever full Mickey Mouse ride. Huh. Yeah. Ever. Think about it. If you think about it. Hmm. They think they can get all this shit done by 2021, is what they said. Well, good luck. I, you say good luck, it's Disney. They got that no, Disney sure. money. They got some Disney fucking money. Well, let's hire Disney. everybody. Listen, if they if they do it <laughs> like if they do it exactly. like uh, Tokyo, if they do it like uh, Japan Disneyland, yeah. they will be able to. Sure, that is one efficient park. It's just amazing. You can see a lot of shit not being built in Florida. They're gonna hire exactly. They're gonna hire so many people. Like the unemployment rate's gonna drop. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up an hour from Epcot. I never saw Peter Quill there. No, exactly. I think Rocket might be barking up the wrong tree. And then finally, this, and then we'll review a couple of movies. Um, Doctor Who is a woman. Doctor, what? I saw that. Wait a minute. What? Yeah. 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 They announced a new Doctor. The thirteenth Doctor. Is yeah. that acceptable? Yes. Jodie Whittaker. <laughs> Jodie Whittaker is her yeah. name. She's uh, she's been on a lot of uh, BBC stuff, uh, Broadchurch, and things like that. She's yeah. very good. She's a good actress. My question was rhetorical, but Carrie answered it real. Yes. <laughs> no, because I've been online all morning. I know you have. I'm sure. Oh, I'm people sure it's are going to lose their shit. Looking at these, sure. looking at these assholes. See, I, sure you know, I made my, right when I saw it. I actually because I woke up before Cat this morning. I, I'm not a Doctor Who fan. I don't I've never seen it. a minute of it. My, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, it's, it's I'm not like my cup of tea. I'm like kind of indifferent to it. I just, I just go, yeah, it's okay, you know. And I just, I'm not going to get into it. But Cat loves it. Yeah, but I got up and was looking at you know my phone and Tara's like, "Oh, cat!" They announced the new doctor, and she's like, "What?" And I'd already watched the thing, mm-hmm. and she's and they show that she's like walking in the behind you know cameras behind her in the forest yeah. and stuff like that, and, and she's cat, got on Capaldi's clothes. Yeah, yeah, and a cat immediately goes, "Well," because she was actually we were talking last night like if they would ever have the balls to mm-hmm. do uh, a woman, and she goes, "Yeah." Kind of looks like a man. I go, and I already know. I go, yeah, it kind of does. With that, you know? <laughs> and then, uh, then they show the hand at the key, and then when it when it showed like the just the side of her face, cat goes, that's not a fucking man. <laughs> I go, no, it's not. You know, I, I applaud him. Good for him. I oh, knew it was. I knew it was going to be a woman when I think it was four months ago. They were talking to one of the writers or showrunners, and he said, "No, absolutely, will never be a woman." And I went. Yeah. yeah, right. How many, how sure. many years ago? That's how I know. It was about four months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, says, months. <laughs> says, oh, no, the next Doctor is not a woman. I can promise you that. And I went, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I think this world turned into, like, like they can just fly out lying. What the fuck are you going to do about it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But to all of you who are losing their shit, mm-hmm. need I remind you, you're okay with a show about an alien with how many hearts who time travels 
in a police call box and there are robots, Mm -hmm. you're okay with that. Yeah. But the fact that a Gallifreyan can't regenerate into a different sex, there's your stopping point? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yes, do that. The show has always been about change, all right? Shut the fuck up. And to quote Jimmy Martin, my favorite new phrase when it comes to shit like this, show me what you got. Absolutely. You know? And also, it's just a show. (laughs) And it's just a show. (laughs) Yeah. Like Shannon always says, it's not real. (laughs) It's not real. It's not real. (laughs) It's not real. Kat actually watched, uh, was it called Broadchurch? Yeah. Yeah, she's good. No, she's she's a good actress. She's got some good chops. Yeah, she's a good actress. Because at first she was like, who's she in Broadchurch? And if you look at Broadchurch, she's got uh, like really dark brown hair. Yeah. Now she's she's rocking the blonde. She's uh, got a blonde bob for uh, Doctor Who. She looks great. But uh, she's a good actress, and it'll be fine. So... Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Cat, Cat again, like, I, have no, I have no horse in this race, but you know, I think it's cool they did it, but Cat was like, wow. Like, there's, I guess there's some like, plot line, so how they can do that or something. She's like, oh, this makes me excited to see where they're going to take the, yeah, take the it, show. It was, uh, it was before Peter Capaldi, they explained that, you know, because originally the Doctor was only supposed to have, what, a dozen lives? Or, yeah, it's oh, a yeah. certain amount of regeneration. Yeah, a certain yeah. amount of regenerations. They hit the reset button on that. Of course. Because yes. they realized. Yeah, you, you don't know, match yourself that's up. That's stupid. <laughs> Kiss can't have one farewell tour. Yeah. have a bunch. <laughs> they, but they, they fixed it. And that's when, that's when Peter Capaldi came along. And, and he, he's been a good doctor. We, we talked about it on the way, too, because we before they announced it. And I was like, the only reason I can see him not doing a woman or something like that is because they got a lot of shit for Peter Capaldi. Like, they lost a lot of viewers. Uh, after Matt Smith, which I don't, I understand. Matt Smith was great; sure. he was a great doctor. But yeah. you should have given Peter Capaldi a chance. Yeah, he he really made it his own. Well, he was there for three years, three seasons. Yeah, and that's I think that's average for a lot of them. Yeah. So, but I thought they were going to go back to you know hunky, hunky man. You know, and, but I'm glad they did it. All right, if you don't like it? Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What do you want to review first? Exactly that. Uh, we'll start from best. To worse, so we're gonna start with Wish Upon. Yeah, uh, yeah. We oh. were starting with. We just <laughs> saw that as we record. Yeah, yes. like half an hour ago. You just shoved that. that turd in your eyes. Yeah. It so was turd glasses for sure. Uh, the story is is uh, and I'm trying to think where I know her from. Um, oh yeah, that's a good. Joey King is the star. Yeah, Joey King. She's been on a lot of uh, other movies. She's she's only 17 years old. Uh, but the story is is that she finds her mom commits suicide in the beginning, and then he fast forward uh, 15 years later, something like that. And uh, her dad is played by Ryan Philippe, uh, who's a dumpster diver. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> As you do. And, uh, and he finds this uh, magic Chinese box that, once she gets it translated, that you can, once you wish on it, you can make any wish you want. But once you do, uh, there's basically like a bloodlust. And so someone dies. There is a consequence. There's a consequence. Every time you make a wish, someone dies. Mm-hmm. Someone, what, and it's funny because I thought it was like someone close to you. And there's like a few people that are just like random people. It seems pretty random. Yeah. It's, a, it's a blood price, and I'm not sure how it's what, applied. What if you wish that nobody died? It'd probably explode. Oh. <laughs> the movie would end. Shannon just you'd get tore that movie up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it, is, it, it is now impossible to make that you, film. You hear inside the box, just go, um, um, You'd get your money back. Uh, <laughs> make another wish. Oh, but you, <laughs> you know what? Spoiler alert. But they're, it's, they're, not, they're willing to go beyond people. Yeah, oh, yeah. So dog dies. I don't give yeah. a shit. Oh, so, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Nobody's okay. gonna go see this movie. Uh, <laughs> so the <laughs> what's so funny work. about it, though is that so you get se- you get seven wishes yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But what's I mean, there was me, you, maybe one other, and like a couple of above. There was like five people in the entire theater. Yeah. So we were just sitting there, kind of like I mean, we're not talking out loud, like some assholes in that theater. They were, but uh, we were whispering, it, and I was like, I was like calling them out. I'm like, dead, dead. Yeah. It's gonna fall on this. 
going to get a ponytail caught in that. It's going to do this. I uh-huh. hit every single fucking one. You and, did. And then we were just laughing our ass off because there's so much bullshit in this movie that made me laugh. I mean, just typical filmmaking stuff where, like, you, you see every film where like someone gets a text message. It's like, hey, are you okay? Like that, you know? Well, if you actually looked when she's holding the phone, there's a blur line yeah. up above. It's somebody's real phone number that they like. They couldn't even get like a burner phone. Like, yeah. Oh my hell, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing. So I'm like, Did you even fucking notice this that? Is, like, this is low budget. How, I just how much does a fucking phone. burner phone yeah, cost? Yeah. Like twenty bucks? Yeah, twenty twenty five. Yeah, but it's like a little like uh, you could choose, very easily burnt like blurred out. Look, <laughs> Photoshop's even cheaper than that. Right? Just put something in there. You just know that it was like some intern for like hey. Brian, give me your phone real yeah, fast. We're gonna text. We're gonna use it back a text. I don't want my phone number out there, you know. So there's that kind of shit. Um, I the totally, script is about that good too. The dialogue's even better. It sounds like it was crowdsourced at a reality show. I mean, uh, it's just we terrible. were sitting, like just like and there was one the guy on the far end. Like there was one where this girl dies. You hear him go. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody had a reaction that was just like ours. I just heard like a very. Very disturbed side. Like, like oh, there's a God. part where like the the high school or the, that's a couple things. She wants the high high school jock to like fall in love with her. You know, I want him to fall madly in love with her. I go, oh, you just fucked up. Yeah, because he's gonna fall in love with you and you're gonna be all cool with him and stuff. But then he's like, want to be really in love with you. Yeah, and then yeah. he becomes Mr. Jellybean from Ms. Rick and Morty. <laughs> and I leaned over to shit counts. I said, shut the fuck up and just let this happen. Just <laughs> let this happen. <laughs> and guess what fucking happens? That. Yeah. So pretty much. And then uh, the other one was like, she's like, I want to be the most popular high, uh, girl in school. And she goes to this party and everybody's just cheering. They're applauding. And I was like, that. If, if you are the most popular person in high school, no one's applauding when you come into the room. I get, I, uh, it happens to me all the time. I oh, was okay. in high school and I wasn't popular, but I knew people who were and I never clapped for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never once. Oh, hey! <laughs> hey, he's here! Yay! <laughs> Tell the Yay. best part, Jimmy. Tell I mean, the best I may part. Start, which I'm, is the best part? I may, the start, best. I may start doing that sarcastically now. So right? when, <laughs> when people come into a room. She so has, you hate? Oh, yeah. good. Oh, yeah. You're here. Good job. Good job. She has this friend who's Chinese-American. Thank God, oh. because the box is Chinese, and she needs him to translate it. He's unable to do it, so he says, let's talk to my cousin. It'll cost you, though. She asks what? He basically tells her that he, she can pay his Chinese cousin in wonton. What? That's not a joke. <laughs> what? The, the line is, she's a slut for wonton. Yeah, she's a slut for wonton. What? Yeah. So yep. I said, you can also pick up some Chinese Jesus stars, maybe Christ. a kimono. <laughs> yep. Oh, I, I, don't, I, I didn't even see it, and I hate this movie. Yeah, they made, so... they made an Asian actor deliver that line. Yep. <clears throat> it was terrible. It, uh, four stars. Easy four stars. Out of 40. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I see. Okay. There was the caveat that I was waiting for. Uh, well, Z- then let's get to the good one. Zero stars for it's that It's a one. zero star movie. Yeah. Sure. So the next one is uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. So this is the third one in this revitalized trilogy. I know it kind of connects. I need Carrie's to go squeaking. See it. Carrie's squeaking. Jen, I told you, right? Jen won't go see it with me. She won't go see it? Oh, well, I actually... She, 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 she says she'll cry if she sees mo- monkeys get I, shot. I do. I, God, I, that last one had me in she's tears. She's not the only person that said that. I actually wrote that in my slug review. I was like, just on a side note, because multiple people, monkeys, yeah. people have asked me to do, you know, animals get shot. I'm like, yeah, a lot. But they're not real. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. No, um, uh, Dawn of the Apes. I was in tears most of the time, man. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. That, that, that was the. I get the order mixed up. Dawn and Rise. It's, it's Rise, 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 and Rise and Dawn. Dawn. Okay, Dawn. Yeah, uh, Dawn was just. Oh God, there were so many. Toby Kebbell was good in that. Yeah, as as the as the the villain ape. And Absolutely. It, it, yeah, that the, that was like Shakespeare with monkeys. Yes, it was. 
God, I love that movie. So anyway. this one, uh, Matt Reeves directs again. He did he did Dawn. He didn't do Rise. I'm trying to think of the name of the guy who did Rise. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, it's it's few years past. Just a real brief history of, of this franchise. You started with James Franco and a little baby uh, Caesar played mm-hmm. by Andy Serkis, who they're developing a you know a formula to help make you know brain uh, cure brain injuries and stuff. You yeah, know? it's his Alzheimer's drug. Exactly. Because John Lithgow is his father, and he right. wanted to cure his father of his Alzheimer's. Right. So. And then, so you fast forward, obviously, the, the apes start using it, and they become more intelligent, and they run off into the woods. Yes. Don, we have them in the woods, but they're kind of like, trying to keep their own ground, but then conflict happens because they keep coming out of there. Mm-hmm. And then, then except at the end of Dawn, shit's going down. So yeah. just you fast forward... And it's been, I don't think they ever see how many years it's been. Well, the important part about the second movie is that humanity has gone to shit at yeah. this point. Yeah. Not complete shit, though. But they're in little it's, enclaves, yeah. militarized enclaves at yeah. this point. So you fast forward to this one, and yeah. now the apes are in their own territory. They're, they're off back in the woods. They've got, you know, armored, you know, you know uh, battlegrounds and whatnot like that. And now you've got, you know, uh, humans basically on the brink of extinction. And, uh, Trying to attack and just, you know, win this war. But Caesar's got a fucking army that just, like, it's not going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so everything, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of shitty back and forth. But when uh, when a couple of failing members of Caesar's are murdered by Woody Harrelson, uh, shit gets real. And it's because Caesar didn't want the fight. He's like, you guys, yeah. you guys are bringing this to us. We're in the fucking woods. No, he's, only, he's always been that way. Yeah. He's just like, I'm, I'm here. You're there. Yeah. We, we can coexist. Yeah. You just do your shit. We'll do, you, know, you do you. And then I'll do you. Know, I'll yeah. do me. And so, but once he killed his fucking family, he's like, you know what? Fuck this. Let's go kill him. Like that, and so he wants to figure out that where this fortress is, where they're basically a concentration camp of, of apes, and um, it's it's a journey of him and his kind of closest comrades going, you know, on this journey to go find this location, and they come across a uh, orphaned mute who they kind of take in as their own mm-hmm. because I guess the vi- the virus has been affecting humans uh, differently. It's either it's been, been killing them or yeah. ma- making some of them mute. Yeah, and it's it's. It's morphing. It's uh, yeah. mutating is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. It's and mutating. So once the I'll just I mean I'll, I'll wrap the storyline of this. They they find the location and shit goes down. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Uh this is so Matt Reeves, uh I'll I'll start with the negative first, just because it is very uh it's it's very director oriented. It's on, indulgent on, a little bit. On style and whatnot. Yeah. You've got a, a two and a half hour movie mm-hmm. that needs to be shaved down by thirty minutes. Easy thirty minutes. Um, you've got shots that are very long. I mean, this, if you're looking for an action movie, you're not you're not getting it here. Mm-hmm. You might get a few action scenes, but it's mainly like walking through the woods and like you know, like talking. Now, to someone like me, I'm okay with that. Sure, I like that shit. I'd meet you. Uh, so, but but if you're just a if, if you're not all in on this universe like I am, yeah. then, then you're going to be a little. If you're your yeah. average Joe and you're looking to see Spider-Man or War, you're going to like Spider-Man more. Just trust yeah. me. Yeah. But because this is, I mean, and most of the film is. God, for the first, I want to say thirty minutes or so, there's not a word spoken. They're all doing sign language, you know. And yeah, they did that once before. Caesar says a few words. Caesar speaks, but yeah, there's a yeah. lot of quiet. There's not a lot. No, not a lot of the apes have learned, have really picked up the speech like yeah. like Caesar has. I mean, yeah. he's he's obviously the there's a there's, few. I'd say a handful, yeah, yeah at yeah. the most. But uh, so yeah, I mean, you get that. Uh, as many years as Woody Harrelson's been working, I think this is probably his best performance, like ever really he is really? sinister as shit in this movie he doesn't give a fuck yeah and, and when he says shooting you know apes like that mm. point blank to the head i mean like just taking shit out you know he doesn't care um the cinematography is fantastic and he's okay this is i wrote this in my review too uh this is the year that the academy really needs to knock it the fuck off and start looking at motion cap actors yes yep. so it's oh yes it's time. Yeah. not that i'm saying he should be nominated right now maybe yes he should we're only in you know coming to the end of july but like 
until there can be many more performances, but they need to at least give him the consideration that he deserves. Absolutely. Because, I mean, it is a phenomenal performance. No, I was, I was screaming about this the last movie, yeah. that he should be nominated. We all yeah. were, and Jimmy yeah. asked him about it, and he had a great answer. He mentioned it's a team effort. But it's still. a team effort, but it's him. I mean, let's it all be him. fucking honest. I get the technology and what he's wearing and, and the people behind the controls and whatnot. But it's still him. You look well, at the side to side pictures where they show him in with the dots, yeah, mm-hmm. and the, and the the rent the fully rendered version next to it. You look at the face he's making. You look at what they do with it. Yeah, it's that's, acting. That's I'm a sorry. performance. It's yeah. acting. Well, it's acting. like if you saw him reading uh, Trump's tweets as Gollum <laughs> oh, on Colbert, right? He hops up and he gets in that little crouch. Yeah, and everything you know. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. Again, I say it's too long. There's a little, like I said, a little bit too much direction from Reeves in the sense that you've got uh, like cross dissolves that just last for like 30 seconds, like from one side <laughs> to the other. And I'm like, fuck, let's go. Okay, let's go, man. <laughs> you know, I, I get it. They're on their journey. Um, so I'm at three and a half stars. So it's fantastic. It's a great, because um, I, I don't think there's going to be another one in this franchise. Well, I'm pretty no. sure. Well, we'll see. If there's money. If there's money. Well, and again, it, and it, it speaking of box office. Box office, it beats Spider-Man. It beats Spider-Man. Which I didn't think would happen. No. I thought, I thought it'd be a, a, yeah. either close or Spider-Man would take it. And it beat it pretty good. I thought it would be close with Spider-Man in the lead. But, yeah. But boy, it, yeah. I was surprised. People like their apes. Yeah. <laughs> so This, this movie works best if you think of it like a Western, like a, like yeah. a revenge tale. Yeah. Like a, you killed my family, family, I'm coming to get you, yeah. kind of thing. That's how it works best. So, so it's Unforgiven with monkeys. Pretty Ooh. much. Oh, I was going to say pretty Apocalypse much. Now, but <laughs> Unforgiven. The good, That's the bad, better, the dirty ape. Yeah. Better comparison. <laughs> I got a question for you. Yes. Speaking about indulgent directors, <clears throat> are you still in with the Peaks? I'm still watching Twin Peaks, <laughs> but mad as fuck every time. <laughs> that I'm hate-fucking Twin so, Peaks. That's what I'm doing. That episode... So not last week's, but the week before. What in the fuck? Again, just, you want an indulgent director. <laughs> you can I, complain about Matt Reeves. <laughs> Get a look at what David fucking Lynch no, is doing. Don't uh, you remember? I said, yes. uh, when we said things that you don't know that, you know, that we hate that, yeah. or whatever, like, things you don't know us, I said, I fucking hate David Lynch. I think yeah. he's a douche. Yeah. Carrie, <laughs> he promises it'll all make sense. Both, both him and Kyle McLaughlin are yeah. promising that, yeah. but I don't know how it can. They also promised right? the next doctor wouldn't be a woman. Yeah, yeah. that's right? true. <laughs> what are those like black hobo monsters that came out? No idea. Like, I'm going to need a shot of the gas station that will last five minutes. And I want the black hobo ghost to walk and around a little bit. I want you guys to walk in front of it. I just And now there's some light. And now there's not. Okay. Okay, now we're going to hatch an artichoke bug in the desert out of a rock. And then it's going to crawl in that girl's mouth. And then we're just going to leave. Sweetheart, sweetheart, open your mouth. (laughs) These are restaurant quality David Lynch impressions, ladies and gentlemen. Just pissing me off. Uh, but anyway, um, anything else before we go? I got a couple of quick things. I will say real fast, uh, Shannon, a couple of episodes ago, you said you are converting people to uh, Rick and Morty. Uh-huh. I've uh, become the, to convert people myself to another show, which is called The Gong Show. Yes. Oh, fuck oh. yeah. Yeah, we were all in last week. Yeah. yeah. It is the greatest fucking show like, mm-hmm. on television, on at least during the summer. Mm-hmm. But like watching Mike Myers just... just Having a great time. Well, lo- like, just basically transition. And yeah. just like, even though you can tell it's Mike Myers, like he's just... Being a perverted 70s game show host, mm-hmm. I think it's fantastic. He's just having fun with it. Just doesn't give a shit. Or as he says at the beginning of the show, this one's just for funsies. Turn off your headsies, this one's for funsies. Who's a cheeky monkey? <laughs> I have to give you I have to give you credit, Shannon, because I am a brand new convert to Rick and Morty. Yeah. Like I'm two weeks in. 
I have no idea what the fuck is going on, but I love every second right? of it. Every second. It's I like a it. weird phenomenon. That's all that cat sells now, huh? It's I like love a Rick and Morty it. booth. It's, we uh, recorded this. We did Farmer's Market the other day, and she's got three uh, Rick and Morty prints. Mm. And, and we'd be sitting there, you know, I'm sitting playing on my phone or like that, and she's painting the new, you know, painting the back. And then every, oh, God, two, three minutes, you hear somebody go, show me what you've got. <laughs> <laughs> You squaring your shoulders, Jerry? <laughs> He's trying. <laughs> and we'll just Have you there. started watching it yet? Yes. I heard you were playing drops. Yeah, I was playing some drops from it. What do uh, you think? Uh, I, I can see why people like it. He's like me with Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm all in, man. I've only I'm got a few in. available to me on, on my on-demand service. And, oh, I, see, and I, I won't get Hulu because I already have too many ways to watch I, shows. I've got them on... Blu-ray. I'll just I'll let to, you borrow. You Especially because they're yeah. uh, uncensored. It's... Well, that doesn't work with the radio. Write me down the. <laughs> well, I can. I can believe it. Uh, write me down the ones that I need to watch. I did watch the the Show Me What You Got one. Yeah. Oh, that's one of the best ones. Mr. Meeseeks. Yeah. Have you seen that one? I've Me-se- seen that Me-seeks one. Meeseeks and Destroy is the one you no, need to watch. Well, that's got that that's one, got yeah. the Mr. Jellybean reference in it too. Oh, God, so God, that's important. I I can see why people enjoy it. Meeseeks and Destroy and Lawnmower Dog. All right. Well, get get them to me. Okay. A couple of things. First of all, Jay. Has got a show, July 22nd. Go to wiseguyscomedy.com. Two shows mm. on July 22nd. And uh, he's not going to perform for a while, he says. Uh, and uh, this one is being uh, shot. Four cameras, a DJ. Oh, wow. He, uh, he wants to make it a special. So uh, cool. go. Wiseguyscomedy.com is where you go to get tickets to CJ. Uh, let's see. Um, I went back and rewatched Ant-Man. And Doctor Strange mm-hmm. on my big screen. Those are good movies. Yeah. And there was a lot of shit in Doctor Strange that I missed. Oh, me too. Because there's so much happening. Yeah. There's a lot happening. God, in the movie. effects in that movie. I recently watched it again. Same experience. So, yeah. Same go back experience. and watch it again. But I, I, I wish I could go back and experience it the way I did. <laughs> Thanks, Denver. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I was thinking about what, what Lee was saying about how Spider Man is his favorite Marvel movie. Mm. And I got thinking about it, and I went, hmm, Civil War? So I went back and rewatched Civil War again. Just by a tiny bit is it still my favorite still there? Marvel movie. Yeah. Although, I've come to the conclusion after seeing that, that I don't think I can say favorite Marvel movie anymore. Because no. no. they're all so different. They're different. You yeah. can't they're compare... They're all so different. Like yeah. you said, you can't compare Ant-Man to, I would say, Doctor Strange. Yeah, like, that is two very different. Two films. very different Absolutely. films, and and same with the Captain America. Even all three of the Captain America movies, they're each individually different films. Which you got to you tip know? your hat to Marvel more because when they do yeah. link up and sync together, you're like, yeah, I get it. You know, you still get like. Well, uh, speaking of Civil War, like if yeah. you say Ant Man, like it's a pretty serious movie. Captain America was just you know like uh, in, was it Berlin or whatever, and the explosion happens like that. And what do they do? They pull a van up and yank out who's in there. It's fucking. Paul Rudd, you yeah, know? and he's like, "Oh man, oh you're the best." Like yeah. that. so there's like this little, in, you know, like just bring their characters out. You know, mm-hmm. when it's time to get down, they don't have to fuck things up. Yep. <laughs> Whenever <laughs> anybody asks me my favorite Marvel movie, it's usually a list because I'll I'll name one and well, then yeah. I'll go, "Oh, but, but Winter Soldier, yeah. Oh man, but Cap One." I always oh, just say man, the, the one that just came out. Right. It never stops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the answer is the one that just came yeah, out. Yeah, it's exactly. in theaters right now. Exactly. Yeah. The one that's in my DVD player right now. Anyway. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the episode. Tall Gimli. Please to enjoy. Hey, I want to tell you about something very cool that Black Velvet Boutique is doing. Throughout July, Black Velvet Boutique is accepting donations for the Rape Recovery Center, a very worthy cause. 
So go in with a donation and you'll receive a discount off your next purchase at Black Velvet Boutique, 293 South State in Clearfield. And Dawn and Leah from Black Velvet Boutique, they want to thank you, Geek Show listeners. Apparently you're a sexy crowd. (laughs) Uh, The staff, very supportive, very passionate about making sure their customers have a positive experience. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. Talking about sex can be kind of uncomfortable. Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. You can shop anonymously or talk to any of the staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Sex is no joke. Black Velvet Boutique is not a porn store or a novelty store. They're a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. They have a free sex education workshops as well. Go see them. They're open seven days a week. They're locally owned and operated. Blackvelvetboutique.com. You can call them at 801-525-1583 or go see them. 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Black Velvet Boutique. July in Utah, which means the locals are celebrating Pioneer Day. <clears throat> Pioneer Day is really... Speaking of pioneers, you know who's been around for 35 years? Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Celebrating birthdays, marriages, new babies, and more, Cabin Fever is so much more than a card store. 35 years in business. Happy local business and birthday, Cabin Fever. What started out as a small card shop back in 1982 has now become so much more than a card store. With an ever-increasing array of gifts and collectibles from licensed lunchboxes, retro candy, gift bags, playing cards and wrapping paper, also coffee table books on film poster art as well as biographies on exploitation, sci-fi and horror films, and don't forget the rubber duckies. Cabin Fever has grown up over the years while still keeping its tongue firmly planted in the world of the meek, the geek, and the freak. You thought I was going to say cheek, didn't you? Stop by Cabin Fever and wish them the happiest of birthdays. They're open from 10 to 9, Monday through Saturday, and uh, 12 to 5 on Sunday. Located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 5th South and 7th East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. And we're back. Woo! Oh, uh, woo. Wow. <laughs> All right. Right. Shannon's menacing you with his <laughs> Melvin Baller. Being menaced. Uh, being I'll menaced. get you. Well done. I've got my switch baller here. So I found this story about a month ago. Put it back. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, because they kicked uh, Miller and Lord off of the Han Solo movie. From what I've read, they earned it. I, really? As much as I like them, it sounds they were fucking around. Okay, well, here's here's... Quick POV on this. All right, because I haven't heard any of this. So You've been hired to direct a Lawrence Kasdan script. Yeah. Lawrence Kasdan selected you to direct his script. Yeah. This is Lawrence Kasdan, Academy Award winning writer and director, uh-huh. Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah. You directed 21 Jump Street and the Lego movie. <laughs> Lego Batman movie. Lego Lego movie. They they didn't do Lego Batman. Okay. So, so they did the Lego movie. They did 21 Jump Street. Good for you. Congratulations on making some funny movies. Lawrence Kasdan, a couple weeks into shooting, thinks, the tone's kind of off. I'm going to go give these guys some notes because they're making a funny movie. And he's like, Han Solo's kind of funny, but he's selfish. That's the key to Han Solo. He's they're a making, prick. They're making a comedy. Mm. And then at one point, the actor goes to, the, to Kathleen Kennedy and says, I, I, don't, I don't think this is working. And so they bring in an acting coach to help him become Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Lord Miller are like, that's not the movie we're making. We're Lord Miller. We did 21 Jump Street. <laughs> and Lawrence Kasdan did 
Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon is not that good. Doesn't matter. <laughs> the guy knows he he basically took Han Solo from Star Wars and gave him a voice in Empire. Yeah. Right? He knows Han Solo. You don't fucking improvise a Lawrence Kasdan script. Well, well oh, you say that. The see, best line in Empire is improvised. The best line in Empire is improvised, but they shot the Lawrence Kasdan script. They were improving the Han Solo movie. Sure. So they said, you guys got to clean this up. Because <laughs> I found the story about the acting coach. Mm-hmm. And, and in that context now, hmm, hmm. I, Let's see. Uh, I'm curious about the acting coach because I like him. He's he, a good actor. He, he was in Hail Caesar, but he's he's not refined. He's not he's he, not he's, he's not, not been refined, around for but, a long time. But the right director is going to get that performance out of him. I but, think Ron Howard's that dude. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not a Ron Howard fan. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I'm, uh, you don't think it's true that I'm not a Ron Howard fan? No, I. The thing with I like him, but mm-hmm. like he's so new, and to take on a role like Han Solo, like, that's. I mean, it's probably it's yeah. I mean, it's probably one of the biggest roles he, next to fucking Indiana Jones. But I mean, he went through the casting process to get that part with more than just Lord and Miller. I mean, everybody sure. signed off on mm-hmm. him. There was something about his audition that they said, "This is our Han Solo." I like him, but I think that over he's, Zach Braff. Well, I would take Zach Braff. <laughs> 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 well, then, in the context of what you're telling me, then that story is they were. Uh, and this this is something not came, coming from Disney. This is coming from people that that were around the set and talking about it. And it was it was in Variety and quite a few other trades yep. where they're saying that there was a lot of prima donna shit being flown around by these two dudes. And they kind of like and and I kind of go from the point of view of like Rian Johnson. A lot of Rogue One was reshot. Yeah, not by him. He didn't start throwing temper tantrums about it. He's like, I'm working on a Star Wars movie. These things, these movies are kind of made by committee. Well, did they throw a temper tantrum about it? Or they they, they quit with irreconcilable differences oh, and I mean, creative differences. You go out were, a lot harsher. They were cool than that. about it. I'm also sure their NDA doesn't allow them to get harsh. I don't think the standard Disney rich and famous contract allows you to trash talk. So Well, that's true, because the, the director of Ant Man has Never said anything negative nope. about the whole thing. Nope. Hmm. Okay. I don't even think Edgar Wright really said anything negative about it. I mean, no, he, no, he didn't. He said, he said uh, I wanted to make an Ant-Man movie, but Disney didn't want to make an Edgar Wright movie. Yeah, yeah. So, makes sense. Yeah. Baby, that's, driver. Ba- that's, baby Driver, I don't care. Baby yeah. Driver, sit in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's uh, a bunch of notes here, DC film heads, on what they learned from Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. We Did were Lord and Miller get kicked off Suicide Squad too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just getting bounced off everything. So, you know, Wonder Woman comes along and shows everybody how to do it. Um, Except for the closing, yeah. Eh. For the what? Well, they, 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 it did suffer from Zack Snyder CGI villain. Oh, the, the yeah. big, a little bit. A little oh, the bit. Yeah. A little fucking awful. The godlike yeah. villain. Yeah, that's yeah. a problem. Yeah, but that's, that's such yeah. a Zack Snyder thing. It's like, oh, we need Doomsday. Yeah. We need Zod. We need, <laughs> we need of... giant poop monster and his sister. <laughs> uh, we need But Harry. I was say, Denny Houston's power or his villainous power is cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with that villain. The, the villain I had a problem with was... Was Ares? I am such a terrifying god. Look at my mustache through my helmet. I loved that. I, I, I if he'd stayed out of the armor, I don't even know if I would have cared. Well, John Berg and Jeff Johns sat down with Variety to discuss what made audience embrace Wonder Woman in such a way, saying it's a fun movie, it's positive and optimistic. The early films have been too dark in parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in parts. That's what Berg <laughs> just said. in parts. Yeah, Most. just in all parts. And 
Jeff John steps in. Most of the DC universe is known as being a hopeful and optimistic place. It's known for characters that are inspirational and aspirational. Anyone who knows and loves the DC universe knows that a lot of that has to do with its hope and optimism when asked about and then, so he says that but then they ask him what did they learn from Batman V and Suicide Squad here's what they said there are lessons Berg there are lessons from every movie you'd be silly not to analyze how a movie was received what went right and what went wrong on the making of a movie on Suicide Squad the movie did incredibly well commercially but it didn't work narratively you had some great casting and some great characterizations, but where the story fell down was on narrative, on plot. We could do better. Batman v Superman was tonally dark, and people didn't respond to that. And then Jeff John steps in and says, Wonder Woman celebrated exactly who the character is, but looking at, looking at it, it's not like we should change everything to be about hope and op- optimism. There's nothing to change. That's what these characters are. So one of them learned a lesson, and the other one's going to plow forward. (laughs) I know the other lesson I heard they learned is they're changing the names of several of the characters um, to their actual names instead of Wonder Martha and Aqua Martha. (laughs) Martha. God, just the the mom's names. They didn't do that. The fucking guys in the forties did that. I know. Martha. (laughs) (laughs) It's not fun unless you get angry, Shannon. I. It's funny. I've heard a lot of people complain about. Both movies, actually. And I like Batman and Superman. I haven't seen the director's cut, which I hear is better. It's it is better, for it sure. Is better it is. If you got a day to waste. It's yeah. three hours long. I don't have that time. Three but, hours long. But the uh, <laughs> but Suicide Squad, I've heard even more people complain about that one. I like Suicide Squad, but the only thing I mainly hated about it was the villain. Mm-hmm. Well, what really, sadly, I, I kind of liked it when I walked out. I said, it's definitely got it. It's got a laundry list of problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The villain being the, the foremost amongst them. Yeah. And then I was talking with a friend, and he said, you know, the villain was there the whole time. They just didn't use him. They didn't use him. The Joker. Yeah. 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 You've yeah. got the protagonist yeah. there. You don't need to create a super <laughs> I, well, one. You know? yeah. I wonder if they were afraid to use the Joker again after... I they were afraid, but they would have never after, showed him. After Heath Ledger's, like, make him the main villain after Heath Ledger's. Well, I, see, I agree with Jimmy. If, if they were afraid of it, they, they yeah, would have never done it. Yeah. That's a good and, point. And and you can you can deal with... You know, you're you're setting up your your Harley Quinn movie. You're setting up your right. Gotham Sirens That's movie true. and all this other shit. Go ahead and have you've got your central cast of your of your DC expanded universe or cinematic universe. Joker should be, especially considering like or hate Leto, he did a good job. I thought oh, he did great. I, I agree. I mean, he looks like a hot topic manager. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but they had that one shot where they did that Mad Love cover, and yeah. it's just like that's the Joker. That's the most Joker Joker that's ever Jokered. Yeah, <laughs> and he's right there. No, he did it. He did a fine job, I think. And he killed Common with Panache. I just and think they were gun shy with him. That's all. The, the reason I also like Jared Leto is because it was not like a Joker you'd seen before. No, I mean the yeah. second you try to replicate Ledger or For sure. I don't know if you want to even <laughs> try to replicate Nicholson, but. <laughs> Uh, it, they went. Well, Tommy Lee Jones route. tried, but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I, I'm glad that they went that route. Like yeah. something different. No know? one's trying to replicate Cesar Romero. <laughs> they <laughs> no, should, because that pancake makeup looks great on a mustache. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, they, they, they went the CGI overwrought action scene route with with street level characters, and mm-hmm. and that doesn't necessarily work. You don't have a god fight with Captain Boomerang. It it doesn't make sense. That's you have a, a god point. you have a god fight with with a with a god level character. Uh, the Suicide Squad's not about that. They're about doing the 
you know, and even if it had just been them against Enchantress, I mean, have faith in Enchantress as a villain. Go ahead and let her be the villain. If, if you have to have a superpower, go ahead and let her be the bad just don't guy. Let her, I, just don't let her dance. Yeah, don't <laughs> let her dance. Don't have, don't have a shit monster. And that would have been a thousand times better. It would have. And I would have loved to have seen that crew going up against the Joker. Yeah. And, you know, Harley being conflicted. And, and you, you, wouldn't, know. you wouldn't have had to really even shoot much differently because you'd have the whole scene where he comes to save her from Amanda Waller and they fly mm-hmm. off and then the, tr- and then the mm-hmm. plane crashes and blah, blah, blah. And then that's when the crew finds out that he's been working against them the entire time. Yeah. And so they go to get Harley back from the Joker, who set himself up on top of a whole bunch of uh, Joker gas, whatever. Well, we can write this movie until we're blue in the face. It'll be better. I, I, <laughs> I honestly think the movie's already there. I think you could that movie could be re-edited yeah. to be a lot better. Yeah, just take out take out Poop Monster. Uh, and, you know, the, God, the, the, the supernatural possession stuff was actually kind of cool, yeah. but it was really only there to show off a couple of uh, skill sets. So and hip they, shakes. Yeah, and, and some hip shakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I, I... Is that it? I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I, think, I think DC's on the right road. I think yeah. their, their, their films are getting better. I think Wonder Woman was a huge step in the right direction. Uh, still improvement needs to be had. Oh, but, yeah, um, for sure. But, I mean, I honestly, I mean, and people bitch at us on the show about, you know, giving love to Marvel, not DC. I liked them. Don't get me wrong. I walked out, the only thing I hated about Wonder Woman was the villains. And it was way too I, fucking I, long. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even mind two out of the three villains. I, I know your issues, and they're yeah, valid mm-hmm. issues. I'll, I'll never tell you you're wrong with that. But, but. I will say, I walked out of Spider-Man, I didn't have a fucking problem with it at mm. all. And I, and I, and I always had to like, kind of look at it, like, am I just being biased because it's Marvel? Like, no, no. They, they just got their shit together. The, the issue that most of the Marvel movies have had have been really milk toast, milk toast villains. Yeah. And this yeah. movie, I mean, Ultron was kind of cool, but at the end, he was just a, you know, he's an ex machina device that, yeah. that brought the story forward without actually really bringing anything to the table. The I will... vulture was the heart of the story. Yeah. He, even more than Peter Parker. Who, was, was it you or who was I talking to today? Oh, God, I'm forgetting. Uh, that said, the, the Vulture is actually the good guy in the movie. And as far was as that I'm you? Concerned, yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, yeah, he got fucked over. Big time. He yeah. Did. Big so, time. So it's society that, you know, created this monster. But <laughs> I will say that of all the villains, in a, and we, I said it on the episode before this, is that you have a grown man. Threatening the life of a fifteen-year-old. Right. You could you could take you <laughs> could take you could take the Vulture's point of view in Spider-Man, and use a, a best of Tony Stark super reel to recruit the Wrecking Crew, because that's exactly what that movie was about. Tony Stark once again fucked over the little man by bringing right. damage control in. I, right. Right. Yeah. I think you mean the Sinister Six. Oh, I mean the Wrecking Crew, Crowbar and Titania yeah. and all those guys. <laughs> I, it's it's. I know the Sinister Six. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, literally, like you could have. You could have a uh, fucking uh, absorbing man walking up to, to Crowbar and saying, here, watch this video. You're going to hate Tony Stark afterwards, and we're going to go kill him. <laughs> and that, that's such a cool perspective that Marvel's taking that uh, you know these guys do think they're doing the right thing because Tony Stark, really, at the root of it, is a fucker. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you say doing the right thing. I mean, obviously, you take it to a degree when you're threatening a child's life kind of well, thing. Well, that's, that's when you've crossed that line. But this is a guy yeah. who... Did nothing wrong. No, and the, the and the system just fucked him over. And he wasn't. And I said the he, system. I mean Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> and but that that goes back to Avengers too. I mean the whole thing with Ultron was Tony's fault. You know. <laughs> yeah. So that's true. Yeah. He's he's kind of a good guy should, because he's doing the right thing, but he's doing them all for the wrong Tony reasons. Should Tony die in Infinity War? Yeah. Absolutely. 
Kill him. He's, he's kind of a dick. We've got we've got a replacement. We've got a replacement Iron Man. You know, let War Machine be Iron Man for a while, or let the little girl that's Iron Man now in the comics. She's or Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, the the girl. She's really good. Yeah. Or you know, since we're playing fast and friendly with the other studios, it's time to bring Doom in. Oh, no, <laughs> well, who's got Doom? Is that Fox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, uh, now as we record this, this is the the weekend that that uh, Spider Man came uh, in the theaters. I'm curious to see how they're going to respond. I, I, I'm they're curious going to about res- the numbers. I read an interview with Feige. It was beautiful. Uh-huh. He he said we went into Sony and we said, "Here's the deal: you put up the money, you make the movie, you promote the movie, you distribute the movie. We'll make the movie. We don't want anything. We're just going to do it. Yeah. And in return, you get Spider-Man. We you get, get good Spider-Man Marvel characters. We do this. We do that. It was basically they put no risk up. You know." And I'm thinking that he's going to walk into Fox now. Oh, he and say, needs to. Yeah, he's going to say, hey, here's this idea I've got. There's these five characters. Actually, six. There's this bald old man. He's got a school in Westchester. <laughs> and he finds these five kids with extraordinary powers. One of them can shoot lasers out of his eyes. The other one's telekinetic. One's got wings. One controls ice. The other one's... He's a beast. Yeah. Reboot the X-Men under the Marvel banner. I'm curious, though, does... The, the, at the Fox headquarters, are the doors big enough for his balls to fit right through? Wow. <laughs> I, believe, I believe he uses his balls like the uh, like like the absorbing man. He just absorbs whatever material he needs to. Guys, let's talk X-Men. Because <laughs> uh, that's what we're missing right now. Seeing Spider-Man. It, it made $100 million. Which one? As of Friday. I, I think 115 Spider-Man? Yeah. Spider-Man, uh, $100 huge, million as huge of, at, last the, night. at well, the time of this recording. The yeah. problem with the Fox side, though, is because because Sony's had some issues with Spider-Man, whereas Fox, I mean, the X-Men movie are making they, they do money. They do. They're not great movies, but they, they make money. Could make yeah. more money. Well, and, hey, Amazing Spider-Man Two, the Andrew Garfield movie, I, it made something like seven hundred eighty million dollars. It costs two fifty to make, yeah. but a five hundred million dollar profit's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, uh, the first one made a lot more than that, but you know, X-Men movies are doing good. But bring it, come on. It's just, it's more just about the unity. I mean, yeah. like the. the what they did with Spider-Man, it's just it's kind of fucking cool to see him playing with other you know characters. Right. So, so yeah. I mean, if we had an Infinity War movie and they're doing the flyby, I have this dream shot in that in that Infinity War movie mm-hmm. where where Iron Man's flying side by side with War Machine, and they got another fucking flyer guy, and they're flying through Manhattan, and as they fly by, a shield Quinjet goes by, and they go through the windshield, and there's Coulson and his crew, and they go over, and on the rooftop, Jessica Jones and Daredevil and see, but Punisher's you guys, and it's Punisher. that can happen. I know, and they're all fighting, and then as they go back, the, the Lockheed flies over and they zoom through that and the fucking five original X-Men are in there. That's my dream shot, because that's Marvel, And right? the camera pans and then Hugh Jackman's dead against a tree with a <laughs> <laughs> little, little Wolverine action figure on him. Yeah. Aww. Aww. <laughs> no, he can still be in Infinity War because that was the future. Yeah. <gasps> what? The oh, that's true. That's right. It was he like 20, 20 years from now. Yeah. That's right. It's the future. I mean, we didn't think we were going to see Hulk. <laughs> and, and we're not going to see a Hulk movie because Universal still has distribution for that, so see, it makes sense. Fuck but that. Why, I mean, why would Universal want to jump in the game? Oh, See, I, I, think, even, I even forgot that they had the rights to that one. Yeah. Just Why would not Kevin Feige walk in the Universal? Oh, like, yeah. Let's do this shit. For they, sure. they probably want too much of the pie, but I think they're sitting back going right now going, huh. Well, that's the thing, though. Sony got the whole pie. Yeah. So Universal would be stupid not to take a deal. I, I think I think Feige's going to walk into all these places. Get, Marvel had to get something. Marvel yeah, they got the rights to use 
Spider-Man yeah. and all Look, of their properties. Universal needs a hit after that mummy bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Oh, their Dark Universe relaunch? Oh, yeah, that's God, not yeah. going anywhere. The other, the other thing, too, that Marvel gets out of this deal is a huge bump in Spider-Man merchandise sales. Yeah, they yeah. own the merchandise. They're yeah. going to make some yeah. fat stacks you know, on Spider-Man uh, merchandise. Speaking of the mummy, yeah. you know who needs to do that shit? Somebody who has an appreciation of Hammer Don't say Gilmer. No, he should have. <laughs> and he was with Universal. Yeah. He was with Universal. They, they, they just dropped him because he wasn't making money for him. But You're making too much sense. <laughs> Get somebody who's watched all those Hammer horror movies that actually understands your Boris Carl. I'm not, I mean, old Universal movies for that matter. Yeah. But, you know, those those cool gothic horror movies that were out in the 50s and 60s. And, and he tried, Guillermo tried with Crimson Peak. And, yeah. you know, who watched that yeah. other than me? I was the way I described the Mummy movie. I said it's the pilot to a franchise I'm curious about. You know, yeah. I, I'll take some other ones, but I will say though, it, and it sounds weird. I think it's beneath Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. I think he's better than that. <laughs> he was he was a distraction. Just, it wasn't movie. his kind of movie. And the other thing I do not want is a live die repeat sequel. Yeah. No. No, oh, you're getting it. Fuck yeah. no, I don't want what. What, what wasn't told in the first one that and, you need to hear oh, about? No, from unless, a story perspective, unless you they go, a point, but I really liked the first one. I yeah. love the movie. Unless uh, they go... It's like one of those things you should be left alone. It's, yeah. it's, it's just fine right where it is. But unless they go into the book, yeah. uh, all you need is kill and mm-hmm. refilm the shit that wasn't in the movie. Yeah. Because there, there's other stuff. <sighs> they did it so well, though. They really did. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need a sequel. Um, <laughs> as far as Universal stuff's concerned, though, there's, there's two things you can do. Tom Cruise? Uh Put it back where it belongs, Victorian England. That's where those stories thrive. That's where they make sense. Or, to paraphrase Bride of Frankenstein, we belong dead. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like, and I don't understand why they fight that. It's like, those characters do not fit in modern times because you have to change them so much Mm -hmm. that just doesn't make any sense. Dracula's a Victorian character. He doesn't work in the modern day. And and vampires, for that matter, really don't work in the modern day. Blade! Come on, dude! (laughs) But Blade's... Tell that that to Stephanie Meyer. Blade's vampires... (laughs) Blade's vampires were a different breed of vampire, though. Dude, I actually was going to have this conversation with a friend the other day, and and I don't know if I sound like a dick saying it, but like... Probably. Not every (laughs) fucking production company needs a, a universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, why can't you just make a fucking movie stand on its own? Well, we've already seen the Universal Monster Universe, though, because Abbott and Costello went through all of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I'm but saying. There's, the, your, there's your tie. There's but, your Coulson. But but Marvel's <laughs> got their thing going on. DC doesn't need to replicate it, and neither does Universal with their fucking you know Wolfman. <clears throat> movie. Of course, they don't need to. But they look at that, and all they see is dollar signs, man. And, they just think and they're they, going to make. They the know next... that they know the fanboys are watching that and going, "I need my Justice League." And yeah. And sure. my just and I do need my Justice League. I, I love Justice League before I loved anything, and yeah. that's you know I. Well, it makes sense for the comic book properties because yeah. that's what it is. Uh, if, they, right. yeah, if they if they unite, I get it. But like I, I don't know the, the the Universal Monster thing just kind of took me aback. Yeah. Like or the, uh, the, the Hasbro toys. I don't need the universe. Man. No, yeah, yeah, the Transformers and the yeah. mask. Um, and okay, we got to figure out how we're going to get the hungry hungry hippos in this <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like on the other hand, that last <laughs> shot, that end credit scene, the end of Skull Island. Oh, uh, of Kong Skull Island. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. see, but uh, again, but, that's but, what I'm saying, though, man. Like everything needs to be a fucking universe. Like I was, I was pretty excited to see all those giant monsters. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm God. I, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I, br- I actually brought up your Voodoo account on my uh, yeah. Xbox the other day. Just and I just pulled up the one scene when the oh god, it, Kong Skull Island is a beautiful film. Like I love that movie. cinematography wise. It's a but, shitty movie. But, that's but, shot well. But when, <laughs> when the helicopter flying in and all that, that trees just they're like, yep. what the fuck is that? Yeah, <laughs> crash. Well, I, I pulled up the synopsis, the plot synopsis of Godzilla: King of the Monsters that we're Ooh. getting the next one, 
and it will, in fact, have Mothra, Rodan, and King Ghidorah. Oh, this is so fucking happy. Is Brian Cranston coming back? No. So the question is, are they doing... Goddamn right. Are they doing Monster Island? It says, uh, the new story follows the heroic efforts of the cryptozoological agency Monarch... Which, which is what Tom Hiddleston and Captain mm-hmm. Marvel were inducted into. As, it, as its <laughs> members good. face off... As its members face off against a battery of god-sized monsters, including Godzilla, who collides with Mothra, Rodan, and his ultimate nemesis, the three-headed King Ghidorah. Uh, When I said Captain Marvel, I I meant Brie Larson. Yeah. Uh, When these ancient superspecies, thought to be mere myths, rise again, they all vie for supremacy, leaving humanity's very existence hanging in the balance. You know what these movies need? I would say this to the, I'd say this to anybody who makes movies like Transformers or King Kong or uh, Godzilla. Mm-hmm. More monsters, less people. Right. <laughs> yeah. So last, uh, like over the like Fourth of July, El Rey Network. Yes. Was doing a Godzilla marathon. They did it for three <laughs> fucking days, dude. What? That's and I watch, and I've got so I've got a bunch of them still saved on my DVR, and uh, I watched so much Godzilla. Did you watch those tiny little ladies inside that? Yeah. yeah. But the best one, the one I forgot about was called, it has two different names, but it, I, this one was titled uh, Godzilla's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> it was so shittily awesome. It was the one, and I totally, and I knew it, I'd seen it before, but I forgot about it. It was about the kid who kept falling asleep and uh, dreaming that he went to Monster Island. Yeah, yeah. And he was running around with Godzuki, and Godzuki could talk. And he's going, oh, come on, kid. We're going to buy a thing. <laughs> and, like, uh, there was this monster that looks like Donald Trump that was trying to kill him. And, oh. God, that, that was CNN, great. Shannon. No, Toho, Toho went through a pretty dark period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then, like, the original one, the the very first Godzilla. with, So I, it was, of course, the American version with all the. Well, Raymond, Raymond Burr. Raymond, Raymond Burr, Burr yep. who just basically reads the whole story to you. Yep. You know, and you're just like... His, his character's name was Exposition. Exposition, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm like, Exposition. And then I fell asleep, and now I woke up. Oh, what uh, the fuck? Did yeah, they have a wheelchair. Did they have the good one from the late 90s with the P. Diddy song? You mean the, the Ro- I, Roman Hemrick one? Yeah. Roman? God, no. Actually, so actually the, you know what? They did show that one. Yes. They showed that one, but I did not record that one. The, the, the holy grail of Godzilla movies for me that I want to see more than any other Godzilla movie, and it was out so briefly, and now it's gone, and it won't. I don't know if it's ever going to see a home video release, so please look out for Shin Godzilla for me. That's coming out. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, because this is directed by the guy who created Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, I know. It's coming out like in a month or so. It was, yeah, it was, in, it was in theaters here for like a week. No, that's that was by design. They're yeah. like, we're only going to show it for a week. From from friends of mine that have seen it, they're like, it is the most apeshit Godzilla movie there is because it's uh, for one, they use the 1950s soundtrack. Well, you gotta and and the sound effects. Oh, wow. <laughs> there's only <laughs> there's only one Godzilla roar for me, mm-hmm. and it's the classic one. Yeah. You've got to have that. Oh, this All dude right. does this dude does giant monsters better than just about anybody though. Uh, let's <laughs> let's do uh, video games and Blu-rays and such. Who's first? All right. Uh, well, as we said, it uh, Kong Skull Island mm. is oh, now on Blu-ray. Is it? So if you want to see a bunch of shit get smashed with, I it's, do. It's, it's the greatest Marvel movie ever made because you've got Nick Fury, you've got Loki, you've got Captain Peggy, Marvel. you got KB, Peggy Carter's boss from Agents of Shield, the one that got smashed. He's one of the Marines. Oh, that's right. Oh, wow. Um, you've got Captain Marvel, Brie Larson's in that. Um, there was another. 
But yeah, seriously, it's like I, half the Marvel universe is in that movie. I absolutely love that movie. I thought it was Scarlet, great. I loved it. I'll, I'll, be, it. I'll be picking it up and watching it. It's a. Uh, so I still not, haven't seen it. It's a movie your brain cannot attend, but your <laughs> fanboy will love it. <laughs> it's a fucking King Kong movie. I wanted more dancing. <laughs> uh, let's see. No Man's Land, the Charlie Sheen movie. It was on Blu-ray. Do you guys know that one? Uh-huh. Uh, direct two, huh? Uh, what? Direct two? He's got D.B. Sweeney in it. Oh. I had no what? idea. I have stories about that guy. <laughs> uh, T.J. Hooker, the complete series. The complete series, oh, Shannon. God, we'll fuck around. that. That's back when Shatner's center of gravity was high enough that he could skid over the top of a car. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, Heather Locklear was just but a child. <laughs> and that'll do it. No, uh... No Fall Guy? Fall Guy? Yeah, I want Fall Guy released. When's that happening? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Not this week. No Simon and Simon? (laughs) Simon and Simon. Games? All right. uh, For you Switch owners that like Minecraft, Minecraft (laughs) Story Mode, the complete adventure on the Switch. Uh, We got uh, something called Moon Hunters. On Xbox One, looks like an indie game. Moon Hunters? Yeah. Uh, That'd be easy to shoot. Big <laughs> moon. Used to be called uh, Super Butt Stalkers. Um, butt Stalkers. Also, oh, uh, a bunch of Amiibo coming out this week. We got uh, two Bayonetta Amiibos, uh, two Cloud Amiibos from uh, Final Fantasy VII. Nice. And a uh, two Amiibos from Corrin. Or called Corin. I don't know what game that's for. I failed. <laughs> it's a new. It's a new dish. My favorite pair of So uh, th- those would be cool if you're the amiibo collectors out there. And then uh, also is the beta for Destiny Two this ah, week. Yeah, Destiny. it's on Xbox and PlayStation. Find your ore. Destiny. <laughs> so hopefully that's uh, that's good. I'd, I'd like that to be good. <laughs> I like Bungie. <laughs> I like Destiny. I like their shooting mechanics. They, they kind of failed on story this first time around, but the second one, here we go. It, it is still a fun game to oh, load no, up every fun. once in a while and blow up a bunch of aliens like, on Mars. Like I said, the shooting mechanics and everything are great yeah. in that game. But, all right. That's it? Is that it? That's it. Now, Mr. B, if you would. So here's what we got to do. Okay. We got to get our ham. Uh-huh. We got to get our prosciutto. All right. We got to get our bacon. Yes. We got to get our spam. We're gonna get these. We're gonna get them all in a shared universe, and it's gonna be fucking fantastic. I will. I will eat the shit out of that movie. <laughs> we'll eat more of that for sure. Eat the shit out of it. <laughs>